Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! I said, let's get back a few years. Where did it all begin for you? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. You know, it all began in uh, really my room, my bedroom, uh, back at uh, in Arizona, where I'm from after my first year at the University of Miami. I've been home and I was a sports admin major and wanted to figure out what I wanted to do with my life uh, once I graduated. And I sat down and I was back in Arizona. Really hot outside, and I was like, Well, I'm playing baseball. I worked out in the morning. What can I do to make sure we have some sort of, uh, you know, career projection and career trajectory for myself? But then, with the four years, a lot of that my handy. And for some reason, I landed on doing informational interviews with people who started to uh, work in sports organizations, and then that turned into um, doing informational interviews. That turned into 110 informational interviews, and that turned into a four-year journey of different things, and then that turned into us getting invested in the latter half of 2018, beginning part of 2019, and then us now uh, based out of New York with uh, 14 full-time team members. Wow, it sounds awesome. Um, talk to me about your your current status. What are you guys currently up to? Yeah, I mean, it's the beginning of 2020, obviously, right? So we have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, making sure in terms of just kind of building the team, uh, we hired four people within the last month. Uh, so that's the big thing that we have going on is getting everyone in the team. We have to hire someone. Not only are they getting involved with the product, we have to get them to gel. We have to get them uh, to grow with you and then, and then go from there. And, you know, as a startup like us, with a lot of structure. That's the area that you run into is that you have to build structure. While it, everyone says you have to. You have to build the plane while you're falling out of the sky, which is like kind of what it is. So it's like every piece you bring in, they have to bring in an opportunity to build some sort of structure with you, uh, and then also be flexible to adapt. And, you know, little little things along the way have kind of messed that up. But uh, yeah, it's just one thing, uh, one thing in front of the other. Really, now comes down to focus and doing what we do best. And I think that's some areas that we've you know, not been too good at in the past in FedEx. Um, so or not FedEx. <laughs> Is uh, is is focus. Uh, I was thinking about that. I don't know. I was thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, so focus. That's the big area for us that we want to make sure that we have a good sense of this year. Is like really focusing on what we do best and making sure that uh, we go from there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, startups are basically managed chaos. It's just, it's just crazy. But yeah, it is. It is. It is managed chaos. You're sure right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a very competitive field, 
or let's say industry. How do you guys stand out? How do you guys really um, make a stance and put a full hold on the industry and say, we're here and we're here to stay and we're here to lead the way? Yeah, I mean, for us, it just comes down to leading with the brand, leading with content. Uh, we're an editorial first, so it's like to say we're here to stay is breaking big news, breaking big stories. Uh, and that's that's kind of how we've been able to kind of play on flag, right? We reported the biggest stories in the industry were from us last year. And so that's, that's like our bread and butter, right? It's like we lean into our editorial. We make sure we're driving force first with that, and then, uh, and then we go from there. So, yeah, it's uh, it's just all things all the time, but that's the biggest thing. Like, how do we continue to prove that? How do we stick our flag on, uh, you know, keynote content moments? And then how do we make sure we're relevant all the time, right? We want to be relevant to be five days a year, not 24-7, but anytime we're in someone's feed, we want to be in their feed, like, for our people to get our email in the morning and think about us, and see us on Twitter and think about us, see us on LinkedIn and think about us, right? The more we're in front of people, the better. It's just like we're doing our own content marketing, but the content is also our product. Uh, and so those are kind of the focus areas for us. Awesome. What would you say have been your biggest challenges to date? Huh. What isn't a big challenge? <laughs> uh, it, it, I mean, it comes with everything, right? Building an unproven company, uh, trying to sell people on something that's unproven, right? This isn't BuzzFeed or ESPN, right? You walk in the door and you say you're from ESPN, people know what they're going to get, right? You walk in the door and you say you're from uh, the sports, people don't know what they're going to get. Uh, and that's just because we haven't been around that long. Because one full-time, you know, one, one year of a full-time business. And that's not, you know, to say that that's a, a bad thing or a good thing. It's just to say that, you know, for a lot of people, they don't know who we are, which is fine. So it comes with education. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Education and people understanding that, like, we're, we are bigger than we are, right? It's not just me and Russ and people. We have a full-time team. We're, we're doing better work than anyone in the space. We're doing things that no one else is doing. Um, and for us, like, that's, you know, that's what I think is going to continue to move the needle forward is, is that. But, I mean, like, the hard challenges are everything, right? Keeping cash flow positive and making sure that you're hiring the right people. I mean, talent is the equation right now. And you have to find good people who want to buy into a brand, right? Because it's hard. You are, it's extremely hard to sell a brand, to build a brand, to sell events, to do something with something that's completely, you know, not anymore, but was completely unproven, right? Uh, it's easy to go anywhere else and do something, but if you want to try and build a real brand and have real impact, it's probably one of the hardest things that you'll ever do in your entire life. Absolutely, huh? 100% it is, um, it is very, very tough, especially the game that you guys are in. That's flooded with massive names. Um, the internet has made things a lot more accessible, also made things a lot more competitive. So you are up against many, many competitors. So it's about finding your way through that maze or that jungle. Um, talk to me about how technology has helped you guys uh, really take off? I mean, it's everything for us. Right? I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's everything that we, we could be, right? And, and more. And so, I mean, look, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's all of our stuff is based on digital, right? And we wouldn't yeah. have a brand if it wasn't for 
later, we basically built ourselves early on on Twitter and just like that. So, yeah, technology is the backbone of the business. It's something that we haven't invested in nearly as much as we'd like to, um, but it's something that we do eventually want to invest in. So, uh, yeah, that's that's next, but hopefully becomes something that we continue to lean into. Awesome. What does the future look like for, for you guys? Where, where, where do you see you guys in five years? The future is just more of a commitment to journalism. It's getting all the things that we're, we have, you know, firing at 80%. At 100, percent right? We got to get all the things optimized. We have to get the newsletter optimized. We got to get the site optimized. We got to get the team optimized, right? So it's just getting everything that we threw up against the wall at 80, percent focusing and getting it right, and then moving on, right? Doing one thing excellent, getting that thing excellent, and then moving on from there is the best part about it. So uh, I think the future is pretty bright, right? I think there's a million space that we're trying to play in, uh, and that we need. Have an opportunity to continue to do it if we if we focus right. If we don't, then that uh, will probably not be long term successful. But if we do, we will be long term successful. So that's the kind of stuff that I want to make sure we're in a good spot on, um, and we're going to continue to focus on. Yeah, sounds sounds reasonable. Um, so give me one example of what you you would do excellent right now for the first time, right? Something that yeah, you, you I think what we do excellent is you know obviously rising twenty five that's our big thing so I think that's something we do excellent I think our journalism is getting better uh, I don't think it's there yet uh, I think the newsletter is getting better I don't think it's there yet uh, but I definitely think that if anything rising twenty five is the, is the biggest thing that we do really well and 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 tell us more about rising twenty five. Uh, yeah, so Rising 25 is like our version of Forbes 30 under 30, right? Uh, it's something that we have put a lot of stake into. We were the first you know, first one in the industry to have the Anheuser Bush as a production partner. Then, subsequently, two other events put uh, Rising or put Anheuser Bush on their thing or pitched them, got them to spend money. So, moving the industry forward that way. But, yeah, I mean, for us, Rising 25 is an area where we believe that we looked at a market, especially sports, where most of the people who are the youngest in the industry are working the hardest but aren't really recognized outwardly for such. We saw there would be an opportunity and we signed a future brand like Anheuser Bush, RBC, La Liga, uh, and more coming that want to be involved with that. And it ends up being like something that has been really good for us so far. Very nice. Awesome. Um, Basically, if you were to go back in time and do things differently, or maybe you won't, what's the three things you, you would do differently? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would do too much differently. Uh, I think it just comes down to more focus. I think if you would have been more focused early on, there would probably be some areas of business that were more improved. Uh, I think that would be a, a differentiator. I think knowing earlier that this would be a business, focusing more so on that, that would have been a, another thing. Third thing is just like maybe being a little bit more diligent with our first hires uh, and making sure we got that right. You know, we have a couple of people turn over the first people that we hired. It's not really because of our fault, I mean, it's because it wasn't a good match. And I think at the end of the day, because it wasn't a good match, it was on us. You didn't screen as well as we should have. So I think that's probably the area that I need to improve more. 
what's your what's your tips to young journalists looking to get into the uh, sporting industry? Yeah, I mean, I was never a journalist. I'm really not a journalist. I think the biggest thing is just be be present and be active. There's people who there's people who sit at their desk and do their job, and there's people who are in their field doing their job, and ones that are in their field doing their job uh, is something that you know that's gonna win at the end of the day, and that's what I I want to see. You know, and that's what we want to see. Is like people are tenacious, people who I don't say don't take no for an answer, but you know, or finding ways to source and things like that. There's a huge space out there for really good reporters, especially nowadays where people have shifted to wanting really great content, not just all the content they can get. So if you can create really great content, whatever media or however it is that you want it to do, you have an advantage. Absolutely. The um, internet's part of the content, it's about standing out. So basically, to summarize that, it's you need to be a go getter. You need to go out there and Dig your, dig your teeth right in, not just sit and, and write articles and whatnot. Yep, exactly. Awesome. All right, um, Adam, thank you very much. You've been you've been great. You've shared a fair bit of content with us, actually, and insight. Um, before we let you go, where, where can we find you online? Yeah, you can follow us at uh, frontofficesport.com, F-R-N-T-O-F-F-I-C-E. Sport.com, frontofficesport.com. Uh, you can follow us at frontofficesport on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just frontofficesports. Yeah, newsletters. You know, go to the site and subscribe to that as well. Uh, that's like a big thing that we're working hard on. It's, you know, one of our most visible assets. The user link will be in the show description. Adam White from Front of the Sports, ladies and gentlemen. Adam, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?